Hey, I'm Brett Gornick. I'm Jason Lobig. Welcome to the Live Better Podcast. Best day ever. We are coaches, trainers, retreat leaders, and wellness advisors, but didn't start our careers doing this. Jason worked in public accounting, and I worked in corporate retail until starting our dream business in which we help people from all different industries pursue their best day ever every single day. The goal of this podcast is to interview both each other and other professionals making an impact on the world on how wellness is the fuel to do whatever it is in life you want to do better. This podcast is about teaching people to actively pursue their purpose and how to use self-care to do it. We're here to show you how the best day of our mindset is available to anyone at any time, no matter your circumstance. It's your choice and we're here to encourage you. Have the best day ever. Jason Lobig, Brett Gornick here with Brandon Cohen, the CEO and founder of Liquid IV. The one thing that I love the most about this man is that in his Instagram profile, the first thing in there is CTW, change the world. And I just, I think that having that attitude and that mindset is of so much value because when you think you can do that and you start putting one foot in front of the other, you can really make an impact. And through Liquid IV, through what they're doing, um, not only with their product, but with the current environment, they are definitely changing the world. So Brandon, we're super excited to have you on the show today. How's everything going out in LA? It's going well, man. Thanks for having me on, guys. I'm excited to chat. And uh, yeah, I love CTW, man. It's like my true north it, with Liquid IV and also just beyond that as well. It's uh, you know, this sort of this mission of, you know, want to help every, you know, want to help people everywhere live better lives and we call it change the world. So. Yeah, I think that that's, uh, that's so valuable. And one of the things that is of mass importance to people, um, regardless of what's going on in the world is mindset. And I think when you can create that and ours that live better is to have the best day ever every single day very similar of this optimistic approach, this approach that's vast, but definitely possible. Um, How did you guys come up with that? Why is that kind of the first thing that people see, especially when they come to your Instagram and uh, when they learn about what you guys are trying to do? Yeah, we we went to, we've done, we started with a give back mission that was pretty simple in that um, you know, the science behind our product is that it helps water absorb in your bloodstream a lot faster. Um, and so, you know, we created it here to help people live better lives commercially who had the opportunity to buy our product, whether they were a professional athlete, um, you know, a firefighter, a working mom, someone who's elderly, someone with POTS, a syndrome where you get really dehydrated, um, sort of the full range, right? And it was all, you know, basically here in the United States for people who could afford to buy our product. And quickly we realized how much our product could help in underdeveloped regions around the world as well. And so with each purchase that someone made, we donate a serving to someone in need around the world, which we started pretty much right when we started the company. Um, and that that was incredible as we got going. And it was so cool to see how our product was helping. And you know, we went on trips. We went to um, Haiti and Uganda and Nepal. And we've gone to these places where these sort of life-changing trips where you get to see the world in a totally different perspective and you get to see how fortunate we are. And so when I, when I went on my last trip in 2019, um, last, uh, July to, I think it was last July to Nepal. Um, I, 
I realized that as much product as we were giving to these people, there was just so much more that we can do. And our whole thing was, you know, this one for one mission. And when I was on the plane back, I was, I was sort of, I felt sort of helpless in a lot of ways. Like there was just like so much more I felt like we could be doing, but there's just, there's so many people and they need so much help. And when I was coming home, I just started, I just started thinking of like, what, what slogan personally could I live by that would, if I just strive for this for the rest of my life, I would feel like, um, you know, I, I have such purpose, clarity of purpose in my life. And it, it was change the world. Like I want to leave a lasting positive impact on the world. And so it was just sort of was my internal mission for a while. I was just sort of saying it to myself, like I'd write down my intention for the day. What would the intention be? And like more days than not, CTW was one of the things. And so as it started, got, it started getting more momentum with me and I realized it was helping me think as big and, you know, out there as I could, it was making so many decisions day to day, um, so much more clear. And, and as that was happening, I was like, what if this sort of transformed into a, a thing that liquid IV could take on too? Like we want to change the world. Every action we take, you know, with the products that we're making, the ingredients that we're using, our give back mission, the employees that we're hiring, like we want people who want to change the world and, and leave, you know, leave a lasting impact, a positive impact. And so it transformed from like my personal mission and my tattoo and my wrist to like our company wide mission, which has been really exciting. And I think, you know, I think our team really um, rallies behind that and it really resonates with them. You're, you skipped ahead to a question that I wanted to ask you, which was, um, and we can, we can go into this further, but it's so awesome hearing people start businesses and then quickly realize the impact that their business actually can have beyond simply doing something to make money or even just so far beyond that initial step. And I want to ask you about the balance you found, because what I was going to ask is, you know, with, with everybody operating really well in the United States, um, or even in LA or in Chicago, right? There are surrounding communities and even communities in your city, of course, that can't afford those products, that can't afford personal training, that can't afford to take a berries class. Um, and how do we make health and wellness accessible to everyone? Um, that was an amazing answer to that question I was going to ask. So <laughs> that would be, how do you balance now um, making money and building liquid IV into a business versus what you want to do for impact. And I totally know that those are not mutually exclusive, but I think that internally in my own head, I also suffer from the overwhelm of how much help you could be doing, but that you can't let that sort of paralyze you in your tracks to just do the help that you can that's right in front of you and what you're capable of doing now. So how do you guys think about balancing building liquid IV into a business versus that change the world mission, because I think there, there should be a healthy balance of both. So I'd love to hear you just to talk about how you balance those two things. Yeah, I think that's a great question. I think, you know, like 50 years ago or even more recent than that, like the best business leaders thought that like, you know, in some ways like charity or something had to oppose business. And I think, you know, especially this day and age, especially now with what's going on with COVID and everything, but especially this day and age, like the, the most successful businesses are the ones that are completely 360 in terms of impact commercially, impact in terms of giving back, impact in terms of sustainability. Those are the three things I always think about is like selling product, 
giving back to those less fortunate. And then the long-term piece of that is sustainability for our planet. And so just from the very beginning, I, you know, maybe it was the way I was raised or the way I, the business leaders that I looked up to growing up, but I just wanted it to be woven into the fabric of who we are. And so, um, you know, when, when you get clear that that is, it's not, it, they're not two different things. They are one thing. And I can give you examples of that, but in the beginning of the company, you know, you get investors in and it's like, you know, in 2015 or whatever, you know, we're going to go give a hundred sticks to a local, local homeless shelter. And we're burning cash at this point, right? Like we're, we're still not profitable. And, but I knew that this was like, this was our true North. Like, like when people bought product, we wanted to give back to people who are, who are, you know, who needed it the most. And so, you know, you have investors and you have retailers and you have people breathing down your neck who rightly so they put money in and they're, they're, they believed in you and, but they also believed in our mission. And so, you know, what was so great about that is as we started doing it and people, you know, at first questioned it, but, but then started to see the impact of it positively, both for, for other people, but for the business as well. Like, you know, the, our first like homeless shelter visit, like got publicity and like the publicity then got more, you know, got more people knowing about the brand and in turn, then they would go buy the product and then we could give back more. Right. And so it it seems obvious the circle of good, but when you're first getting going, it's really hard to sort of weave that into, um, you know, who you are as a company. Uh, I think the second part of your question is um, like, how do you balance it? The way I think of it is like, it just has to be one business plan. It's, it's not, I just know the more that we can grow the business, the more that we can help. And so it motivates me just as hard to go as long as the model works and you're not doing something that's unsustainable for the business where it can't last. And so it's got to be very thoughtful how you give back in terms of for the business and the balance sheet and, and you know, the P&L, but also like the places that you're giving back to and that you're not actually hurting the local economy in some way. And so there's a lot of different ways to think about it, but as long as you plan it out properly, it's really simple to me as the business grows, as more people need our product and use it because it's helping their lives here, you know, in the United States, the more that we can help. And so I just want to grow as big and as fast as we can, because I know the more we do that, the more people that we can help. When you guys talk to your investors or when you had that initial conversation, was that present when you did that? Or have you had to sort of like convince some of those investors that this is the best business plan going forward? Or did you actively choose investors who also valued that? Because I feel like that would be a difficult conversation, you know, when somebody wants to turn a profit, um, you know, some of those charitable aspects of the business don't necessarily translate to immediate growth because you're giving away profit. Although, you know, the smart investor who values that understands that it comes back to you in, in more ways than money and also in money too. So when did you have that conversation or was that, was that initially part of your, part of your plan? Yeah, it was, you know, originally there was always a give back component built into the plan. It's obviously evolved and changed and grown a ton, but I think the fact that it was built in was, was, was part of it. And then the key is just as an entrepreneur, especially when you're getting going, if you can if you can show a plan or a budget and you can go hit it um, for the most part, like you're going to, you're going to have the runway to go execute your plan and your vision, right? It's when you put a plan together and then instead of uh, you know, you, you miss, you miss your target or you give away twice as much as you said you were going to. And you, and you, and you know, you don't bring in the revenue you said, but you know, we fortunate enough, we, 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 you know, worked really hard on planning and, um, 
And then we, we've executed like crazy to always stay out ahead of our plans. And as long as we're doing that, then, you know, investors tend to be pretty, uh, they let you roll, right? They, by the way, they're, they're buying, they're betting on you, right? In a lot of ways, they're betting on the product and the business, but they're betting on you. And so if you stay to your, you know, stay true to your word, um, then you really can go, you really can go grow your vision the way you want it, which is, which is pretty special when you can do that. And I'd love to hear, um, how that started, how that vision started for you at the beginning. Selfishly, uh, hydration is one of my, uh, worst, <laughs> worst health box boxes that I, I leave unchecked. Um, quite often, I think this year, my, my two big focuses personally on my health have been sleep and hydration. So this conversation is, uh, is coming in at a good key time. Um, and I, I'm working out and moving a lot. So the, uh, the hydration piece is just, um, I kind of find peeing as a total inconvenience to my, <laughs> my work right. schedule. So I tend to just drink less water, which is stupid. Um, rationale doesn't make any sense, but I would love to hear, uh, you know, the, the formation of the idea for liquid IV all the way through to, you know, kind of where you are now and, and how you guys got started. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, like most of us, it's, it's hard to drink enough water to stay properly hydrated. And I think the more that we, you know, as people and, and, and just the general public learn about hydration and dehydration, you know, the cot, how many things that your body depends on for hydration and all of the symptoms that you think are from something else, but they're really just from not drinking enough water, the more top of mind it is. And I was just like you, like, I love the, I love optimization, you know, physical, mental, you know, all sorts of optimization. Um, and I did a lot of stuff for that, but hydration was always, even though I knew it was important, it was just hard to drink enough water. And so I, uh, I thought I was going to be a pro golfer my whole life. I, I played, I had a college golf scholarship my senior year. I had a couple injuries and it, it didn't, uh, go exactly as planned. And so I got into the entrepreneurship program, sort of, I kind of begged my way, went my way in. I wasn't really supposed to be in the program and it was a project. Uh, I, I did this project, um, in, uh, 2010 when the uh the haiti earthquake had hit and we had we basically got over twenty thousand meals donated to the people of haiti got a bunch of press got got all over the news in like a month-long period um and so that was sort of my first taste of like entrepreneurship um you know doing like business but also helping people and so i wasn't even supposed to be in the program and i actually went entrepreneur the year my senior year and so that was my first taste of like you know, my soul was just let on fire. Like I was leading my own thing. I was helping people. Um, it was just a, it was a really cool feeling. And, and I, I wanted to maybe do something like that in the future. So that was like the entrepreneurial side, the whole hydration piece. I then went to go work for the Arizona Diamondbacks, the pro baseball team out in Arizona. And I was friends with a bunch of the guys on the team. And so I would go down into the dugout and into the clubhouse before the games. And the players were, uh, drinking Pedialyte, which is like the baby hydration drink, which I thought was silly that the best athletes in the world were drinking a drink that was designed for little kids. And I talked to the trainers and the, um, you know, the nutritionists, and I tried to understand like why they were drinking it. And it has this science called oral rehydration therapy in it, which is essentially when you mix sodium, glucose, and potassium at a really specific ratio, it's clinically proven to help water absorb in your bloodstream, like at least three times faster, basically. Um, and it was, it was invented by the World Health Organization. So it was invented back in the 1970s for like women and children in underdeveloped nations who would um, attract these exotic diseases. And 
uh, they would, you know, die from dehydration, like cholera or something. And they, they couldn't absorb water. And like, you know, if you or I get the stomach flu, we go to the hospital and we would get an IV put in our arm if we were really, really dehydrated. And in these underdeveloped regions, they don't have access to medical attention like that. And so this super simple solution was so revolutionary in the last century for saving lives that I was actually deemed one of the best medical advancements of the 20th century. So when I learned all about this, I started studying it and trying to understand it. And I wasn't like a scientist or anything. I was just like very into health and wellness and optimization. Um, the only product at the time, like seven years ago that had this, that was leveraging the science was, was this baby drink. And so I was like, what if you could, you know, build upon this science, make it with healthier ingredients, none of the artificial flavors, preservatives, sweeteners, and then, you know, create a cool adult lifestyle brand around it. And so that was the very beginning of it. We, we got some samples made. I got a few of the MLB players to, to start using it. One of them actually invested in the early days. Um, he's actually, he retired and now he's my VP of sales, which is a pretty crazy story. Um, but uh, all the players started drinking it. And then we got into one Whole Foods in 2015 here in, here in Venice, California. And I would like sample and demo the product every weekend by myself. And after about a month, a month or month and a half, two months, we became like the top selling item in the whole body department. And so that's when we were like, wow, there's definitely a need for like an alternative to traditional sports drinks. Water is amazing, but it's hard to drink enough of it. And that was like when we really were like, wow, maybe we have something here that could be like, like really, really big globally. And that was really when things got going in 2015. Man, I spent so much time after soccer games drinking Pedialyte. Just can't do it anymore. <laughs> I know. There's so much artificial things in it, man. And so that was part of the thing is we wanted to, we made it, we made the science, we built upon the science more as well. But one of the big things is just, you know, non-GMO and just none of the crap. Yeah, it's, it's great. We brought some liquid IV down to El Salvador last fall um, and it's hot. It's 90 degrees. It's a little bit humid. And I mean, you're in the El Salvadoran jungle on the beach and coming out of Chicago when you know, you haven't had summertime heat. It was snowing hard the day that we left last year. And I take it every single day when I'm down there and we gave it to some other people that were guests on the retreat and people were addicted to it. It is, it just works. We were taking liquid IV, not Pedialyte. <laughs> nice. I love that. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that's been a huge part of, uh, you know, our growth is, you know, we do a lot of the right tactical executional stuff, but the bottom line is for a brand to grow as fast as ours has or other brands that we I've sort of studied these brands, right? The product just has to be, be great and people have to, it has to work. Like people have to use it. And when they try it, they have to feel it and, and enjoy that. And that's how things spread really, really quickly. And I think at the core, like science was always the core of what we did. Like it had to be based in science and work. And that's why I started using it. And that's why these athletes started using it. And that's why doctors started recommending it. And and like, I think that's sort of at the core of the growth is that it just as simple as it gets, the product works, you know? And in your, so when you, when you're working with these athletes, when is the best suggested time to consume it? And how often say you had unlimited access to it, you can take 20 packets a day if you wanted to, um, around exercise in the morning, whenever, when, when is the, um, when have you seen like uh, optimal use for one packet of liquid IV? Yeah, it, it's such a good question. And honestly, there's so many different ways that people use it. And it's because hydration is just so critical for different people in different ways, right? So like 
you know, we have athletes who are like obviously very on top of, you know, their physical performance and their body and what they're putting in their body who all have different <laughs> regimens with it. Like, you know, a lot of them travel a lot, right? So like we have some base, some MLB players that I was just talking to who, you know, they would, the, the nutritionist would give it to them right before they got on the flight. And then they'd take another one right when they landed and it would help with, you know, you get super dehydrated, your eyes get red, your lips get chapped. Um, and it would really help with all that. And then on top of that, jet lag is a part of, you know, dehydration is, is plays a big role in jet lag as well. Um, but there's just so many ways that it's hard for me to even answer the question because like ev- people I know all have a different little routine of when they do it. Some people like it before their workout. So they're hydrated going into it. I, I typically drink it after a workout because I feel dehydrated. And I feel like when I drink water after a workout or after I land on a plane, I can't, I literally can't drink enough to actually get hydrated. I can feel it. And when I drink a live my, you know, I immediately have more saliva in my mouth. Um, I, I can just, my body absorbs the water. And so when I'm in like a, like when I'm in an office setting, it's harder for me to tell as much. I just know that it's helping, but when I'm actually dehydrated is when I can really, really feel it. Like again, whether I just worked out, whether I just flew, those are the two times I, I noticed the most people who like, you know, go out drinking and they'll, they'll use it in the morning as like, you know, to help with the hangover, for example, like they, they say they can really feel it then too. So there's a lot of, there's just like so many different use cases. And I, I would just say, you know, you asked the question about is, you know, if you had unlimited access to it, you know, there's the sodium as part of the, you know, the, the mine salt is part of how the water gets absorbed. So you want to, you don't want to drink like, I don't know, more than like, I've had probably five in a day, like when I've been in like 120 degree weather golfing and stuff like that, or traveling a bunch. But I mean, you got to, you got to like monitor your own body, like, you know, probably two or three, you know, but I know people who drink a lot more of them too. Yeah, I love that. Uh, it's so interesting. I actually, in the I, the book I have in my hands right now, I don't know if you've read it, is Your Body's Many Cries for Water. Mm, um, no, someone told me about that recently. Yeah, uh, you, sh- you should. I, I haven't I haven't dove into it yet. I, I bought a bunch of books to read during this uh, quarantine time around health and around the you know the cures in which we can just create for ourselves and and just thumbing through this like everything that you were just saying about how it works is like is like a chapter in this book. Yeah, that's um, so funny. Yeah, and I think one of the things that I've always I've always done and and I I very big in, into hydration and how important it is and the value it has for performance as well as wellness um and it's interesting Jason and I both as kids suffered from migraines um completely unrelated to each other but the cure that they were get that they gave to us back then was just drink a coke because of the caffeine in it and it was like this it was like this short-term win and i remember i was on all sorts of medications and i mean jason and i have such a similar story it's it's kind of bizarre we had the cat scans and all this stuff and this was at a time we didn't even know who each other were um and i remember that the cure for it was I went, my mom was a nurse and and she ended up, you know, figuring this out and was like, Hey, we, I think we just need to have a little bit more water. And it was like so simple. And since then, since I've gotten my hydration up and I think the main thing that I've learned too is, is like you just mentioned is we all have to understand the balance in our body between water and salt and how once you can achieve that balance, and it depends exactly on what you said. If you're in 110 degrees golfing or running a marathon or just sitting at a desk, there's different needs. 
Um, but I think hydration is is so massive. And one of the things that I think was really special about what you guys are doing, especially right now, um, is helping the the workers um, in hospitals and care facilities maintain their hydration because we know that, and and I can attest to Jason here, is that when shit gets busy and when you keep moving around and there's 800 things to do, sometimes you just forget. You just, it's the end of the day and you're like, oh my gosh, I've had one glass of water the whole day. Um, And so I think what you guys are doing is really special. So can you tell us a little bit about the mission you guys have put together during this time? Um, Because I think it's just, it it, it talks and it it really just plays testament to the values in which you started the business on. Yeah, it's been, as everyone knows, it's been just totally unprecedented time. And so we're all dealing with, you know, you know, personal things and, and trying to work, work our way through it. Um, you know, and, and staying safe and healthy is the number one thing. And for us, first of all, right when it started happening, my first reaction is just like, how can we help in, in a, you know, in a responsible way that actually helps people. And so, and then the second, the second thing I was like, you know, how is this going to affect our business as well? And so those two questions happened to merge, which was, and a lot of times in my life now, you know, Liquid ID is an incredible platform with our mission to help people. And that's that's my true north. And so um, all of our events, right? So we had all these huge partnerships coming up with like Coachella and Stagecoach and iHeartRadio and all these places where we were going to sample Liquid IV and we had these big partnerships. And obviously all of these events have basically been canceled for all of 2020. And even before they were canceled, we just immediately knew that it wasn't going to be something that where, where we would want to put a fo- put focus because it would put our team or it would put people at risk, even if they were going to stay open. So before all that stuff shut down, we just like immediately pivoted. Like I'm talking like very, very quickly. I, I was fortunate enough. My dad runs a big company and global company. And so he, I was watching what he was dealing with in China, like in January. And so I was like, this thing is coming. Like we got to be ready. Like either way we got to be nimble. And so when it, when it really got here, we were sort of out ahead of it. We were already ready to work from home and we were ready to pivot pretty quickly. And so as soon as we realized that the people who are going to save all of our lives were going to be the frontline healthcare workers. And in combination, we had all these events with lots of sticks that we were going to, you know, liquid IV sticks we were going to hand out. We thought, what if we could transform this, you know, internal marketing events department team that we have and turn them into a COVID response team. And so we literally within a week or less, turned all of their objectives and KPIs from, you know, these partnerships to how do we build a sustainable, organized uh, response where we can get our products, you know, get that product we were going to sample, get it into the hands of the frontline workers. And I don't really care what the business ramifications are of it. We have the opportunity. Everyone needs these people. It's for the greater good of humanity. (laughs) Like it didn't, it just, it was a very simple decision for us. And so, um, we literally set up a landing page. We didn't know what the response was going to be like. We just were like, let's just get this going and see how it goes. And so we set up a landing page and just mentioned it on social media and to our email list. And literally within the first couple of days, we had like over 3000 requests from frontline workers. We're getting these, inc- I'm having get chills thinking about, it. we're getting these incredible stories of like people who are like risking their lives and their families' lives to go in and you know, to fight this disease and weren't getting the support they needed. And they just, not only was the hydration, you know, they said how they already, a lot of them already use liquid IV and like we were offering to send them um, 
like, I think it was between like a hundred and 300 sticks of both hydration, sleep and energy. And they, um, you know, a lot of them had already used it or they said, you know, because they have limited PP, you know, it's limited, uh, personal protection equipment. They, uh, aren't able to drink enough water throughout their shift or they're exhausted because they're working long shifts or when they get home, they're so wired because they've been like all their adrenaline is pumping from saving these people's lives that they can't fall asleep. And so all three products were just literally perfect for this opportunity for them. And so the response, like it spread so virally on, you know, different social platforms and, and other, you know, blogs and things like that. Like on LinkedIn, it went crazy and, and just all of our social media that we literally went through, we, we've now donated, it's been only maybe like two and a half weeks we've donated um, over 1.6 million servings to people on the front lines. They've been sending us these incredible pictures and notes and they've been sharing, which, you know, it's funny when you do good, good things come around. Like they've shared it so much that it, it's, it's been great for the business too. People get to have been people who were never, never would have been introduced to liquid IV have now been introduced to it. So, you know, it, it, there truly is like, I always tell our team before this happened, like the problem is the portal. And so if you look at um, challenges and roadblocks as an opportunity, like all of my greatest wins, our greatest wins as a company have come in the face of our biggest adversity. And I could go like, I could go down a list of like examples where people go, wow, that's the coolest part about your company. And the reason it happened is because we thought that something came up that was going to end the company, like, because we had to innovate, we had to be creative. And so this just truly shows like, you know, there's a silver lining to everything and there's opportunity in all this stuff. And we were able to help so many people. And in turn, you know, it's spread, it's spread around and people now, you know, I don't know what the net net impact is, but people who weren't using our product or didn't know about it do now. And no matter what, we're, we're helping people on the front lines. And I think we're going to get to over 2 million servings donated by the end of next week. And what an amazing story. And I think it's just a perfect example for people for what happens when you lead with service. And when you act alongside those guidelines, like that is, it's tattooed on your wrist and it's, you know, it's woven into the fabric of your company. And when you act alongside that, you know that you're doing the right thing. Other people get to see you doing the right thing and people want to be on board with that mission and things work when the purpose of your business is to help people. And the, the, the granted it's a product, but that's the purpose of it. And I think it just so happens to align perfectly alongside of frontline workers who are extremely busy. They're stressed out. They don't have a lot of time to sit down. They need something that's on the go and accessible and easy. That's extremely helpful to them. That's packaged. It's like it was a perfect deal. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a I like you guys. Said, it's been an interesting time, but it's been so uh, cool to be able to help in the way that we have. You know. Is there? Yep. Sorry. Hey, my mic was on mute. Um, I I think, and what an amazing thing. And like you, you said, you're getting that awesome response back from um, frontline workers. And then you're getting a response from your community. And that's exactly your mission is you're getting both the community involved in what you want, your audience involved, you're getting new customers um, and you're serving a population who um, really needs your help. And I think it's, it's, it's such an awesome thing to witness businesses being creative under constraints. It's like using creative constraints to say, well, now all it does is narrow your focus. And I think that that does drive innovation in a very big way when you have a target 
and you can move towards something specifically, you watch growth take off and for the right reasons. Couldn't have said it better myself. I mean, you guys have it as like, you know, your mission statement on your page too, but it's, uh, it, it's true. Like it, 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 um, it enhances performance when you really have to narrow in and you don't really have an option. It's kind of like, uh, you know, you got, you got to make do with what you got and, uh, it puts you in a really focused, um, laser focused mindset, you know? And with that, I think one of the things like you mentioned just about mission statement and opportunity ours is to have the best day ever every single day. And it's very similar to the the line of thinking that you have. It's that you have the opportunity to control the outcome. And there's things that'll happen in every single day or every single situation, or you have a million sticks ready for Coachella and that gets canceled. So what can you do? And you have to make the best of that opportunity. And I think what you guys are doing is, is following that to a T. So we love to ask every guest that comes on the episode, if you could wake up tomorrow and do anything you want, travel anywhere, hang out with anybody, whatever it would be under whatever normal is, circumstances, um, what would your best day ever look like? Wow. Um, I, dude, I feel so fortunate, but I like love what I'm doing every single day. And I don't know, it might sound cliche, but like, obviously the times are unique, but like, I'm so grateful for what I, I have like an incredible family and they're healthy. My mom and dad, I'm super close to and my sister. Um, and I have this incredible team. I'm, I'm sort of like living my dream. Like I always dream that I would have the opportunity to start something that would help a lot of people. Now we are doing it in such a time of need. We have a team of 30 plus people here in LA and then other group, you know, teams around the country. And I, I get, you know, I'm leading this thing and I love what I'm doing. And like, I wish I could go see people. I wish I could hug my family. I wish I could be with my team in person. I wish I could travel to see some of our partners, but that, I know that'll come back. I know this is just a moment in time. And uh, beside that, I, I literally would want to wake up and do what I'm doing. And I think that's why I, I'm just so excited and passionate about all this stuff because I'm literally living my dream every day. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. I love to hear that. And I think what you said, it's, you know, regardless of what the circumstance might be, when you're really following, following it, and you've said this a few times, kind of that true North mindset, you, you really, you really just have it. It's like, it's regardless of what's put in front of you, you just make it great. It's um, and we'd love to, yeah. Uh, so we'd love for you to, if there's any, any closing remarks or anything you want to sign off with before we uh, have everybody learn where they can find out and get some liquid IV and help the process. What, anything you'd want to end with for our, for our listeners? Yeah, I will. First, uh, thank you guys so much for having me on. I, I, uh, I love what you guys are doing. I, you know, it's, uh, it's really cool to, to see, you know, you guys coming together with such similar stories, um, but not even knowing so, and then, and building this, like, I just get so inspired by other entrepreneurs who are following their passions and, and following their own personal true North, which is different for everybody, but I, I love seeing that. And so um, keep doing what you guys are doing and spreading that, you know, that positivity. And I think that leads me to the last thing, which is, you know, obviously this is a tough time and there's a lot of tough situations going on there, going on out there, both with health and, and, you know, soon to be the, you know, this economy, which, you know, might be a tough time for us, but like all we can control is what we can control. And so, um, you know, the opportunity to spread positivity and the opportunity to help someone out, um, like it goes a long way. And if we all do that and we all think that way, like individually, maybe, you know, it doesn't have the biggest impact, but collectively as a whole, 
it truly does have an impact. And I hope I can be a walking testament to that. Like I just had an idea to change the world. And like every day for seven, eight years, I just wake up and I just put my head down and go. And if we can all, um, you know, follow our true north and, and, and look towards that positivity and helping other people, I just think we're going to be in a great spot, even, you know, in spite of all the challenges we're going, we're going to face probably in the upcoming, you know, six to 12 months. Totally. It's, it's putting our heads together and, and continuing to, to strive for better. And, um, I think you guys are doing a great job of that. And so, we're just super thankful for your time and, and for what your team is doing. Where can people find out about Liquid IV, the current mission that you guys are doing and everything else that you guys are doing for, for such a great cause? Yeah, the easiest places. I mean, our website has, you know, there's pages talking about our COVID response and, and you can you know purchase our product there, uh, liquid-iv.com. Um, social media, it's just at Liquid IV across all platforms. Um yeah, I mean, I think Instagram is a good spot there. We, you know, we have, we're sharing every day, we're sharing the different um, stories of the, you know, frontline workers and, and the pictures they're sending us and stuff like that. So um, liquid-iv.com or at liquid IV. And then me personally, I'm just at Brandon underscore Cohen. And I, we try and share some other behind the scenes stuff through my platform. So um, yeah, I think that's the, 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 the main spots. Sweet. Well, thank you so much, Brandon. We really appreciate it. And more than your time here, we appreciate what what you guys are doing as a business right now during this time. And um, it's really cool to see you guys grow, use your guys' product, and uh, we wish you the best day ever. Awesome, Brett. Jason, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks, Brent. Thank you so much. All right.